Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Sports Centre here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on the Tuning app and online. And on today's show, I'm joined as always by co presenter Pat McNamara. Our special guest today is a man with over 50 years' experience in journalism. It's Seamus Hayes. And now we're joined on the line by a man very good to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio, a man with over 50 years' experience as a journalist. Uh, and, and sports journalism and others. Uh, Seamus Hayes. Seamus, you're welcome once again to Scarf Bay Community Radio. Thanks, Leo. Thank you very much. Uh, first of all, Seamus, um, the best of luck to you on your recovery uh, from your your knee operation. Um, I know you were waiting a while waiting a while for it, but uh, good to, first of all, good to have it all over and on the road to recovery. Yeah, it is great to have it done. It had to be done. It was one of those things, born on board. There was no comfort with it, so it had to be done. Yeah, and you're on the road, road to recovery, and that's, that's the main thing. Lahadez, Seamus, had got the road out of the championship uh, last weekend in the hurling and still in it for, the, for, for, for going forward. But we're going to start, Seamus, with the, the football championship, which is the focus this weekend. And Seamus, um, you know, looking at the early rounds, are a rogue looking like the farm team at the moment? Yes, you could say that. You could say it's fair to lose at this stage. Uh, they're well organised. They have nearly all illustrious players. They're very determined to succeed. Now, they also are determined to succeed in the hurling. And uh, there are a lot of dual players. And it going down the road, you just don't know how that will pan out. Injuries or anything like that. But as of now, and in the forum they've shown, they will certainly be the favourites for the team of upper championship. And, and, and Seamus, then, who do you think is in best position to, to, to challenge them? I suppose Cratlow have been kind of just about getting, well, playing good enough football, getting through their games. They look formidable enough. Um, you know, even the rest of the... They made heavy work maybe a beat in Kilmehill, and I suppose the, the injury to Jerry O'Grady was a big blow uh, to Kilmehill on, on the evening. But I suppose in the end, the result was was as expected. Yeah, it was. Uh, again, a bit like they rogue, though. The, the lot of miles on the clock, and uh, they're basically the same group that are trying to win senior hurling and senior football, and how that's going to pan out will be interesting. Uh, Conor McGuire hasn't played football yet this year. Uh, he's a man that makes the football team tick, uh, you know, so whether he'll relent and come back into the football team, that remains to be seen, um, you know, from that point of view. But they would be there. Now, the other, like, you can't rule out Kilmore, but. Definitely cannot move on with Murray Bridgen. Yes, they were shocked the last day, everybody in this time, uh, but they have a lot of them. They have a great mix of youth and experience, and uh, you know you have to keep them in the mix. And they have uh, Mick Bowen uh, in the back room there helping them out, uh, the Dublin men, some of the Clare men. Uh, East Clare men, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, a very wily uh, individual knows his football well. Uh, you know, so he'll have a big, he'll have a big impact there. And they have, you know, they found four or five young guys this year to come in and compliment this long-serving players like Mike of the Wire and Hudson, Shane Hickey, who was back this year and missed out on all of last year. So they will have a, they will certainly have a big say. And as you speak of, of Ines Diamond there, Seamus, you know, and they were quite impressive, you know, the last day against Kilmory or Bricken, and I suppose anyone at the game was kind of maybe expecting Kilmory to take over at any stage, but all through, Ines Diamond were probably the better team in the evening, and well marshalled or well driven on, you know, by, I suppose, by the, the Hurland contingent, really. Certainly, uh, certainly, Ines Diamond 
second uh, a breakthrough for the last number of years. They've had a lot of very successful underage teams, winning 14, 15, 16 minors, uh, and under 21 when it was there. You know, and the question most people were asking wasn't uh, if they're going to win it, but win. Uh, you know, and they have mixed the good with the bad uh, over the last couple of years. They were exceptionally impressive the last day, and if they can maintain that form, you know, and the young players still out, like Brindy Ruin, who did brilliant footballer. Yeah, uh, he was absolutely outstanding. His brother Killian, you know, and they, they, they have a good mix. Carl O'Reilly, who transferred down to them last year from the uh, all conquering Corrigan team in Galway, you know, they, they, they have a, they have a great mix. And uh, to be interesting to see how they perform this weekend, because this weekend, uh, if they can put two good performances back to back, they're playing Dundee. It's a serious game. They've done big need to win so that they'll avoid being in the relegation playoffs. In a time, it could be caught in the relegation. They've done big beat them and uh, if they, uh, if um, they came on, uh, I was trying to get one to beat Kilmarie Bishop. They have three teams with one each, one win each and took them down to score different. So there's a lot of um, to be pondered there and a lot to be decided. Yes. Yeah, and I suppose in his time in taking on Dunbeg, and it's never easy to take on, as you well know, Seamus, take on Dunbeg on any given day. There's, there, there's one thing you know, but they're going to fight to the very end. And look at those championship uh, quarterfinal at stake, and also championship survival uh, relegation. They want to stay out of that as well. So there's a double whammy there, you know, coming against in his time. There is, and uh, I, I saw Dunbeg water games, you know, they were. They had, uh, they, they had a rally to within a pint of Kilmurray with only a couple of minutes to go on the first round. They were beaten by just a pint the last day. You know, and as you say, right, they say, they, they're, they're noted battles. They're battling to the death. They have a management team uh, of um, Conor Whelan, uh, yeah, Conor Whelan, Kieran O'Mahony, Paul Gallagher, and John Keane. Four died in the world on big people, you know, who are passionate about doing big football. Uh, and they, they will bring passion to this game again this weekend. And, you know, I think in a time will earn it because Dundee are physically strong. They're a proud club. Uh, you know, and they've been so close in the couple of games so far. So it will be, be very interesting. To be an interesting weekend for sure. But looking looking at the Adderall team, and as you said, you 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 you're kind of saying that the mileage is high, and it is going to get higher now that they've qualified for the quarter final in the hurling as well. I suppose the same could be said of Clandegad, maybe with Bellier, Seamus. Yeah, certainly. Uh, there's a, a group of players there. Uh, you know, and whether they keep it going at that level or not, and like have two wins under their belt now. Um, but like they're playing Kilmurray, Kilmurray need to win. So this will be a huge test for test for Kandigar, whether or not they can maintain it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's hard to know and it's hard to keep it going. And on any given day, uh, a lot of the senior football clubs and players can beat each other on any given day. There's, there's so little between them. You know, and there's a lot to play for in that group, as there is a lot to play for uh, in the AO group. You know, uh, you have huge games, the AO game. Uh, Aero playing Colifin, uh, you know, who really started the championship well, disappointed the last day, uh, but they are a very good young footballing side. St. Brickens uh, have been locked out the last day. They are playing Milton, who are pointless at the moment, and Milton know that they have any chance of not being the relegation player. They must beat St. Brickens and then hope that Aero will beat Colifin and then to come down to score difference. St. Brickens, Milton, and Colifin, so. 
I think maybe McInerney's three goals the last day won't have helped Milton in any any uh, uh, shape or no, form. No, it, it, and it, it, Seamus, just I know we're we're a long way out uh, from the final stages, but if a rogue continue and as you said, they are the, it's, it seems that it's theirs to lose. If they continue playing the football and the, of the quality that they're playing at the moment, they are potentially Seamus. Uh, very much in line maybe for a first Munster Club football championship. Would that be too far off the mark? Yeah, no, no, that certainly that certainly would be on the on the forum and the level of talent that they have. Uh, it could be expected that they would certainly put it up to anyone coming out of Kerry or Cox. Uh, you know, and I suppose deep down their old officials, maybe and their old supporters, uh, would be keeping an eye on that. In fairness to the players they're very focused on just focused on the next game all the time. Uh, and I suppose the big challenge I've often heard them say is to put titles back to back. It's something that they haven't done at football. Paul Madden is very well organised as a manager. He's a good team around him. Uh, you know, so there will be there will be a lot at stake. You know, there's a lot at stake in that game. Currently, an coming team with some great young talent. You know, and I think Colin Collins will be keeping an eye on those players. You know, to see who might come into the players in a football family. And uh, as you, you know, he's, yeah, and as you speak of that, uh, Seamus, uh, could you name two or three players that, you know, will probably, that maybe Cullum Collins has a serious eye on that could come in and really improve the fortunes of uh, Clare oh, football? Certainly, certainly the Cahill brothers, Garraud and Dermot. Yeah. Now, Garraud has been in the extended panel, but uh, he missed most of last year due to this alleged cruciate knee yeah. injury. But he's back and he's absolutely flying. Robin Rowley is a very talented young player, but it seems that he has been uh, snapped up by uh, by by Lohan and the Hullers. So, but he's a very talented footballer as well. Uh, so, there's, there's a lot of young talent. There's a couple of very good young players in the Cicasi as well. You know, young players coming through that won a minor title there a year or two ago. And we've seen Adam Griffin, what he's capable uh, of. Brilliant footballer, uh, yeah. You know, one or two more good young players there. Conor Lee is there. Uh, you know, he's a young fella coming through as well. And then, uh, that would be an interesting game as well, this case, in fact, that would, how hard they'll go, it's hard to know because they're both through. I was just going to say, is it is it a kind of, um, I know they're probably playing for top spot. Um, yeah, it, it, will, the, will, it, the, will the intensity be in it really, Seamus? That's the question. But I think I think both will want to win. Both will want to finish top of the group. You know, and so I think from that point of view, both will go at it hard. Yeah, I tell you, it is it is a very even championship, and as you say, it is a rogue to lose. But I think going by what yeah, you're saying, there's something at stake in every game. This is yeah, the Kilmeade St Joseph game. Neither of them can qualify for the championship. Both of them don't want to be a relegation playoff. Sorry, they can qualify for the playoff to get into the championship quarterfinals. Whoever wins that game, with the big the big picture there is that neither of them will want to be in the relegation playoff. So that's the incentive for them to win and be out of the relegation. So. No, in uh, fair, in, and in fair, and in fair, as you said, it is a brilliant championship because, as you said, everyone has something, uh, you know, serious to play for uh, this weekend. Everyone has something. Everyone has something. Like the only two clubs that won't lose out on a quarter-final place this weekend are Isikasi and Kratra. Uh, Yellow won't either. But in, in, in all the other games, uh, depending on the results, they could go anywhere. 
Yeah, and isn't isn't that the beauty of the championship? But as you know, there'll be swings and rounds about Seamus and you know, yeah, any any anything any any anything is possible at any given time. Yeah, that's, Seamus, that's the beauty of sport. Exactly. Turning to the Holland Championship, Seamus, um last weekend and you know, there were some 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 good games uh, all around, and you know, I suppose it has really with seven out of the eight quarter probably seven out of the eight quarter finalists, a hundred percent known. Obviously, uh, Feek will have to come up with something magical uh, to to knock out the market out of the quarter final, probably imp- probably impossible, you know. But um, Seamus, your take on the Holland Championship as you've uh, gone through watch watch a lot of the games. Well, I suppose the big talking point at this stage is that we still have a round to go that uh, neither Kilmele, winners of their cup, can Lara, who are in the final of it, uh, are, uh, but both those are over the championship. You know, and I suppose you can't, like, you can't slip up in any game. Kilmele disappointed against Tony Quinn and it proved very costly for them. Uh, they're now over the championship because uh, score difference for them all that thing, even though they won. Can Lara put it close? A talented group of players, you know, there's a lot of disappointment amongst the supporters. Uh, they've won have won senior championship, uh, have had the talent to win, to have won three or four. But for whatever reason, uh, it hasn't happened. So uh, it's hard to know where, where, where it's all going to go wrong. Yeah, Dave. This weekend. They've never recovered from that Patrick Chaplin late goal in, in the park in, in that county final no, down at the. I, I agree, yeah. That has rattled them and that has rattled them for that. You know, so uh, the fetal white game, there's a lot at stake there. Uh, you know, uh, there's a wide relegation. Fetal have to win by a huge score uh, if they are to uh, have any chance of getting into the playoffs. You know, and we just have to see them winning, but they might win. It's hard to see them winning by the margin of the wild. Fighting have been disappointed because they've given some great over the last couple of years. There's there to be a point going into this, and another club that has to be disappointed, uh, yeah, Broadford. You know, they have threatened that over the last couple of years, uh, and we looked at that at the big ones, and it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. And shame, and shame, they're, they're finding it very hard to, to get a win. It just seems, you know, they're getting so near and yet so far, just not able to get, like they were practically over the finishing line the other evening against the Mills and, and contrived to let it go with a last minute goal. It seems to be a kind of more of a mental battle for Bradford now as well to see can they get over the line. That's right, yeah. It, it, it is, and it's hard to see. It's hard to see what's going to happen. Uh, it's so hard to see it. You know, there's a few clubs there that have so much talent, but it's not going for them. You know, it hasn't gone for, it hasn't gone for them, and uh, it, you know, they'll be very disappointed. You know, Castle are coming with a young team, but I think that it's a bit too soon for them to take them. Maybe another year or two to you know to develop this squad into uh, a team that can challenge for them. Uh, you know, and as I said, the middles have been disappointing as well for the club. To the county final just a couple of years ago, and they just haven't. And they've built on that. Uh, you know, and on a given day, they're good enough to upset anybody, but it's not happening for them. Yeah, and, and Seamus, if, if, as, look at, as the quarter finalists are, are, are picked, it looks like, you know, you're talking about your rogue being the, the favourites in the football. It looks very much like that really Six Mile Bridge are cantering at a pace in this Holland Championship. Yeah, they've been very fresh and they've looked great. You know, Sean Speck, uh, you, uh, to compliment 
the experienced guys who have been there, you know, if you look down to the middle, like Cayman Maury, who's just was in so solid over the last seven years. Shane Maury is absolutely fine. So, uh, the, I think the biggest boost to Bridge got was from Jamie Shanahan. He was concerned he might call it out. Uh, he got back just a week before the championship. And, you know, he has been a key figure for the. Yeah, there's no, there's no, no doubt about that. And you know, you know, they're bringing in new fellas, new fellas as well. There was a Leon Kelly in the Leicester for his championship debut. Sean Stack isn't afraid. Sean Stack isn't afraid to throw these young lads in. No, he's not. He's not. You know, he's let them play. Let them play with a freshness, and you know, he's not trying to put any restrictions on them. You know, and you know, when they look at them with the experience they have, you know, the Morris and and, and Carl Malone and these fellas around them. Uh, it's at this stage. It's hard to see them being uh, not being in the conclusions. And Seamus, looking at, looking at the you know the group may not have been you know the strongest to kept going by the results. Do you think the absence of a real real series championship game could uh, com- could maybe become a cropper for the bridge later on? Yeah, maybe it could well do because they haven't, they haven't been tested at all. You know they haven't been tested at all. Uh, there's still a few teams out there. You know, that have the capability to, to step up. And I'm thinking of particular of Ina Kilimona, you know, uh, having been in the final last year, they have slipped up a small bit um, this year. But, they, you know, now that they have got through and got back, uh, they have a lot of talent up there as well. And obviously, we certainly can't rule out Bellier. Now, I know they were very disappointing last time. Uh, for them, I suppose, in a way. They've had a couple of players who have been sick over the last couple of weeks, but that was obvious. Uh, you know, so they have a month now, which is a great break for them. They have a month now, and you know, I suppose they're the one holding us up. Severely hit by dual players. Not long with the, the guy contingent, but then you have Carl O'Connor, uh, you have uh, Dan Deneen from Kilmahan, Matthew O'Leary from Kilmahan, Pierce Lillis from Cora Clare, uh, Dara Bohannon from Shannon Gales had joined their squad last year. He, he was out until a couple of weeks ago with injury, but he's back fully fit and well for his own age of club. He could come into the resting there. So, um, LEA would have a bit, you know, you'd expect to in the destination of the Jack Daly Cup, yes. And Seamus, as you, as you rightly pointed out there, the next round of the hurling in that is a month away. And, you know, the weather, you know, is, as we can see, has changed a bit. You know, it is like starting off for a real new championship again, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, I know the, there's a couple of games this weekend for, next weekend for the groups of five. But the, the teams that have qualified, uh, they're free now for a month, uh, you know, and the conditions are going to deteriorate. Pitches will become softer and won't, and won't be as lively. And, you know, clubs that have been going well, uh, you know, when the, when the thing was done, it'll be interesting to see have they maintained the sharpness that they have shown up to now. Uh, they'll probably will be playing challenges outside the county now to try and keep themselves uh, ready. And, uh, but it's a difficult thing to do, you know. Most players will tell you that they love games week in, week out. That are better than training sessions. You just eat, eat, and and do a bit of holding a puck around if you like, and have your methods at the weekend. Most players that's great, and that's what they want. So, uh, if you've to hang around for the next month, wait for a good game. You know that's could see if the fastness of some teams change. So, uh, we just don't know. It would be interesting to see what way it's going to pan out. 
And Seamus, as we go from the top top uh, echelons of the championship to the lower lower ranked uh, teams, and unfortunately, it looks very much like an, it could be an East Clare shootout here on the cards for the two uh, relegation spots. Already three three player three teams have qualified for that dreaded relegation. Bradford and and Clare Castle have a, a a big match coming up to see which of them is going to go into it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlet and Highgate in there already. Yeah, and uh, you know, and 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 the sad thing about that is that you know, uh, I suppose Scarlet are coming again with maybe a new team, a good mix of youth and experience. Uh, you know, and Bradford have been under um, uh, been under the door there for the last couple of years, and you know, to be in, in this position now, relegation relegation is serious. It's very hard to come out of it when you're in it. So. Um, you know, there's a big battle there, big, big battle. I know that there'll be a lot of East Clare people going to those games, but there'll be two games, and the two losers, I would tell them to meet next year. And Seamus, if you were to put your head on the block, you know, and maybe say, when you'll be ducking the next time you're coming into Dr. Daly Park, who do you think would be the two most likely in your uh, book to go down, Seamus? Uh, I know it depends. Uh, I know it depends on the draw, but it, 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 it depends on the draw. But uh, you know they've escaped a few times in the last couple of years with uh, Whitegate, and uh, if Bradford or the loser of the Bradford Castle game could be in trouble. Um, you know that's the way we see it. I think Scarlet have enough to survive. Going under performance last Sunday, they have enough to survive. So. Yeah, look at there's no doubt interesting, interesting battles ahead, and we look forward with relish to the the, the rest of the championship in both the hurling yeah, and yeah. the and the football. Seamus, look, continued success and good luck with your recovery, and we hope to see you back on the sidelines sooner rather than later. Seamus says, thank you very, very, very much. No problem, Leo. Thank you. God bless. Thank you are listening to Sportsline on Scarpic Community Radio. 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on ScarifBayRadio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derek Credit Union. And once again, thanks to Seamus Hayes for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio. And we apologise for any interference there during that uh, that report, as uh, there was a bit of a problem, technical difficulties during the that broadcast. Pat. As we turn to you, Pat McNamara, Pat, you know, apart from the senior hurling and all that last weekend, we've seen a camogie, intermediate camogie, intermediate hurling and junior hurling and that. Um, busy weekend all round, you might recap. Busy weekend all round. Our, our, our broadcast game was in camogie was uh, scarred for good and low against the market there in, 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 in beautiful Bodike pitch. And uh, again, a surprisingly easy win for Scarlet for good I thought we were very, very impressive, Leo. Um, I just thought that they, that they just played very, very simple, straightforward game. Um, when there was a little bit of trouble in the, in the defence uh, from Laura McMahon and uh, Nicky Kaiser, they brought back who else but Amy Barrett, short up the whole thing. Up front, uh, great performances from uh, Aoife Powers. It's great to see her back flying it just like she, like, she, like back to her best, really. Uh, Lorraine O'Donnell. Lorraine um, O'Grady, yeah. Lorraine O'Grady, sorry. Saoirse O'Donnell Hinchy and Elva Alden going well as well half back line very strong um, Kira, Rachel and we'll say okay she was moved um, Amy was moved but Kira back back nearly to her best Rachel Minogue fairly dominant as well so overall Scott Fagunlo uh, a lot of people are tipping 
Truthland are to be favourites maybe they are in many people's eyes but I think Scarifold will have a major say still I don't think they were really extended last day and uh, with Mairead Scanlon missing and hopefully we'll be back for the closing stages which I'm sure she will we'll be sure will in her in her nuptials as well yeah and we congratulate Jason and, and Mairead on, on, on getting married yesterday absolutely so. yes 100% so I think they're to be recommended I think they, like, they look like a team to me that have decided to give it absolutely everything for this year. They were probably hurting after that uh, loss to Owlert back in Owlert the Bell back, back in was it February or March whenever it was February, yeah. February. And I think that they're, they're just going to give it one more whack. Uh, and again, they're not thinking ahead of the Clare Championship, obviously. But uh, I suppose they will take a lot of beating. Certainly on what we saw the last day, Nurkur were disappointing. They'll always fight, but I expected maybe a little bit more from them. And it's through Clannera got the better of Kilkishan, but I, you know, Kilkishan, but I got up 2 7. There is going to be a big uh, push on there for the second semi final spot in that group, Pet. Yeah, well, I thought like lost by six or seven points, which isn't a massive margin. I, I, I have thought through Clannera might put up a massive sco- score here, but I suppose they didn't have to either extend themselves. You know, they're going well, they know they're through, but uh, through Clannera have a lot of, lot of quality players. Uh, Kilkishan, but I, a bit like the other, I suppose, second tier teams. Very good spine and very good individuals, but probably don't have the bench. They don't have that final three or four players to bring in, or maybe their weaker three or four are probably a little bit more average than, than we'll say, Scarif Ogunla have and the Chukla have. And I suppose Anikil Lamar come into the picture as well as being as being the others in contention. Um, people think they're slipping, but um, I don't. Uh, the day you take Anikil Lamar uh, lightly, it's the day you're in trouble, I would say, Leo. Yeah, there's no, no, no doubt about that. Pet, turning to the intermediate hurling, right? And what as, as the time is going to catch Ogundo Tola came out of it you know Ogundo at the very very dead 20 seconds away from going into the relegation and next thing out they come and into the quarterfinal as top team they would give a lot to have been in, at that match for the last two minutes or three of it just to see Ogundo closing the gap closing the gap closing the gap their lives, lives depending on it and then a goal in the dying seconds to win it I'm sure they are one of the crowd and players it must have been magic very, very tough on Heineke on, uh, Lamona, but um, Ogunlo, as we saw below in Whitegate the evening against Bodike, your own club, bring a lot to the table. You know, great fighting heart, great pride in the club, coming back from having, you know, struggled to field teams there maybe six, five, six years ago and um, getting back now to being really competitive again and uh, that must have been magic. So, well done to them. They've topped the group, I believe. So um, Tulla go through a second, yeah. And Tulla are second and speaking of Tulla, quite impressive against Bodike, I think, Leo. Uh, when they opted, they opted well, and I think they have some very, very good direct ball carriers who were able to fly through defences and knife through defences. But also, I thought they used the option of giving the ball to the better placed men when it was on, and uh, they got some two or three very good, very good goals, and so, a couple of very good goals, and some really good long range points. Very impressed with young Tony Layden as well, by the way. Yeah, the massive game at, at, at centre back uh, for Tullard, no doubt about that. And also, we have the Mills uh, going through maybe in their group as maybe a Tortoise Tear team to go through. But Yeah, the Mills, I'd say, is looking looking good, having lost that intermediate league final, but lost it nearly enough to be like. I, I, that evening, I said, you know, they, they will they will be they will not be cannon father in the intermediate championship, and it's turning out that way. 
No, there's no other way. But look, plenty to plenty to look forward to as we come towards the Joseph's still there in the beach as well. So obviously they're 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 looking they're looking at winning it as well. So a lot of games, a lot of good games to come. There's no doubt about that. And that concludes our show here today on Sportsline on Scarab Fake News Radio. Uh, here on, on online on the tuning app but my thanks as always to Cobra's Interpet McNamara thanks to our guest uh, Seamus Hayes thanks to Jim in the control tower thanks very much to you for listening and for me Leo Dial until we meet again it's Bannock Day August Sloan